Hello, everybody. Drasco here from uplevelmind.com, where my main mission is to help heart-centered entrepreneurs who know all the business strategies realize their next revenue milestone by mastering what's between their ears. And for today's episode, we have a real talk segment where I bring in a heart-centered entrepreneur who isn't seeing the consistent, stable growth in their business. And then live on the call, I get to help them get out of their own way on one inner challenge they're currently experiencing towards their next business upgrade. And for today's guest, we have Martina Wall, who is a curvy self-love guide who is empowering women to find self-love at any size through many different holistic approaches, um, helping women to accept and respect their bodies, show up for life with confidence, and find their purpose. All areas of your life change when you're able to love who you see in the mirror. That's exactly what Martina is about, and uh, definitely a message that uh, I agree with 100%. So Martina, thank you very much for being here. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on here. I'm super excited. I'm super excited as well, especially like, I don't know if what you know about my story, but I actually owned a brick and mortar weight loss center for 10 years. And self-love is something that oftentimes, you know, we had more discussions about than just like, okay, what do I eat or how do I eat it? And, you know, whatever. So I'd love for you to dive into how you got into this space, what you're all about, why you do what you do, break that down for us. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, my journey did actually start with weight loss is how, uh, my journey started. Um, I kind of, you know, after kids, I felt like, um, you know, just betrayed by, by, by my body. And so, you know, according to diet culture and society, I was, you know, kind of told that the only answer to be happy after, you know, your body has changed in becoming a woman and a mother, was to go on a weight loss journey. So I did do that. Um, I set my mind to losing almost a hundred pounds. And when I got to the end of that journey, I kind of looked at myself in the mirror one day and realized that I still hated myself exactly as much as I did a hundred pounds heavier. So the answer did not lie in my weight loss. It, it lied in getting to know myself on an inner level and doing that inner healing to be able to reflect who I you know, who I am on the inside reflect who I am on the outside. And so, um, you know, and that's, I think a big, uh, you know, gap in the weight loss industry is that they never connect it to actually connecting back to your body and doing that inner healing alongside with, you know, taking care of your body physically and nourishing your body and all these different things. Um, so that's kind of where my journey started was to realize that I needed to do the inner healing first and so when I started to do that, incorporating all these different holistic approaches that I now teach women um, about is just really connecting so much of, you know, our eating and our exercise and our um, inner growth and personal development back to connecting back to our bodies and, and uh, from that perspective. So, so that's kind of what's brought me to my business now is um, just showing women that same way to know that you know, the inner healing has to start first. And yes, you take care of your body physically and you nourish your body and you nourish your mind and your soul. But um, a big part of it is that inner healing that is often neglected. Absolutely. And I think it's such a focus. Like you said, you, you can get to the destination. Like I, I lost the weight. I, I'm at like, quote unquote, where I should be. Yeah. But yet nothing's really changed about how I look at myself. Right. And, and I've had yeah. those same experiences in my own journey where it's like, you know, I, I, I like 
regardless of what I weighed, like if I look back at pictures or whatever, because that, that was kind of my story growing up as well. It was like, no matter what, I, I still thought I needed weight to lose. Like whether I was heavier, whether I was lighter, whether I was in yeah. between, it was like almost irrelevant. I saw that happening in clients as well. So what I'm curious about then is, is what, like kind of how did you go about realizing that process and like what's the process you went through to actually change that within you? Um, yeah. So, so after I kind of came to the realization and the devastation that happiness didn't lie in a number on the scale, um, it is actually when I, I actually took my first yoga class is really when the big transformation started to happen within me. Um, yoga class was always something I was afraid of being a larger person thinking that I couldn't do it because I was a certain weight. Um, and so I decided to take the leap. A friend had encouraged me to do so. So I took my first yoga class and that's literally where I feel like I met myself on the mat that day. Um, and that kind of transformed into me. Like I, I feel like immediately after my first yoga class, I signed up for yoga teacher training and uh, yoga just brought me home. And it, it's really what allowed me to connect physically to the movement of yoga, but to the connection of the body. Um, and that's really where my journey started. And then it evolved into kind of opening me up to all these different um, holistic side of, you know, uh, treating your body with respect and accepting your body and, you know, doing this through like aromatherapy and crystals and, you know, more of the mystic side with the crystals and the oracle cards and journaling was a really therapeutic practice for me. Um, that allowed me to really, you know, tap into my innermost feelings and my journey that way. So um, that's kind of what brought me to the inner healing part is really the start of it was my yoga practice. Got it. Okay. That's a beautiful way to kind of connect the two modalities together. Cause there's so much about like awareness and, and tuning in and, and kind of embodying and seeing what's present, right? Like well, what's yeah. actually coming up, right? Cause it like, kind of goes back to like, if the thoughts and the feelings you have about yourself are negative, regardless of what the scale says, unless you tune into that aspect and learn the skills to do that, it's going to be very hard to navigate that whole piece and, and be happy. So yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you there. So just so that I'm clear then like right now, what is the nature of your business? Like, what is it that you do with the um, women and the people that you work with? Yeah. So it's really just empowering them to, you know, take those brave leaps towards doing that inner healing and really finding like a balanced way of being by taking care of, you know, making sure that, you know, they're doing movement that they love, not movement to just, you know, uh, burn off X amount of calories, um, really connecting to movement just because they love it. Um, I work with women with mindful eating. So really connecting to the level of you know, nourishing your body, but also listening to your body and tuning into your body and what it's telling you, because our bodies are very smart vessels that um, are very good at telling us, uh, you know, whether we are full or hungry, whether we feel good when we eat this food versus this food. Um, you know, so I do it primarily through those two ways. And then lots of journaling is incorporated into my coaching with my clients. Um, you know, of just really, you know, connecting to that inner healing part of writing things down and processing emotion and uh, body sensation and all that type of things. Um, and then, of course, I help my clients with uh, yoga and meditation and then the whole mystic side of things of helping, helping them to discover 
um, things through the chakra healing system, uh, through that energy systems there. Uh, we work on helping them to tap into their intuition with like crystals and essential oils and stuff like that. So really just um, kind of like what I've kind of coined my term as is my self-love at any size method, which is kind of those six areas of working on the mindful movement, mindful eating, body image practices, um, self-care and self-esteem, uh, building community, uh, you know, all these different aspects that really create um, such a, you know, jumping board into taking those brave leaps towards just really, you know, acceptance and respect for your body in all areas of your life. Beautiful. I, I love that because it's such a multi-pronged holistic approach to, yeah. you know, the, this, uh, this problem. So kudos to you for diving into it like that. So segueing off of that, then what are you finding as the biggest challenge towards growing your business? Um, I do feel like the biggest challenge uh, is probably uh, helping women to see the value in investing in their personal growth um, and their, you know, their body image and all this stuff is, is really the investment piece. I think people feel like they, sh they could be spending their money better elsewhere um, is that, you know, they don't because as women or any person, it's, you know, it's really hard to invest in yourself. Um, and I think it, the, there's a disconnect with the value they see in um, how important it is because I, and I tell people this often is, I feel like self-love is such of the root of how we show up for everything in our lives. And, you know, our confidence is affected by our self-love, our careers, our relationships. Um, so much of what we do in this life is really connected back to self-love. So I think it's really helping people to realize the importance of taking that journey. Um, and then, of course, on the business side of things, I, I feel like my biggest struggle is really just connecting, you know, client or connecting people who come across me and who are within my communities, connecting them to the side of like becoming paid clients. Okay. Got it. So on the one hand, what you're finding on the business side of things is the people you speak to, they have a hard time investing in themselves and yeah. don't see the value of things like self-love, even though you know how important that is for the transformation that you've gone through. Yeah. Okay. So that's like one element. Um, yeah. And then the other side of the equation really just more comes down to like, how is it that I communicate this piece to them? Like, how, yeah. how would you define? Okay. So the communication piece of it? Yeah. Of like, you know, getting them. Cause like, I, I, I think it's probably like the funnel aspect of, you know, uh, nurturing them within all the communities that I provide, you know, free coaching to and, you know, empowering and inspiring content, um, converting those people over into people who see the value in investing in what I'm here to help them with. Okay, got it. And uh, how long have you kind of had this problem surface? Um, I want to say like, I'm still in the growth stage of my business. I feel like I've only been um, actively, uh, kind of, you know, narrowed down my vision to, you know, my niche kind of audience for probably the last, uh, the last year, um, has been like more full-time type of work. So, um, I think it's just getting it off the ground as part of it, but, um, it's kind of been a struggle all along. So I feel like I'm disconnected on some piece of it. <laughs> Got it. And what piece do you feel like you're disconnected on? 
Um, I think it is like the, the sales piece. Like I, I'm not a salesperson and I fully, uh, <laughs> I fully admit that, but I feel like, um, it's definitely the disconnect of like, I'm really good at, at creating the value and the inspiration and empowerment piece, but when, and creating the content and the courses and coaching, um, are all my strong areas, but, um, you know, getting people to realize how, transformative those things will be if they take that leap towards doing that thing. Okay, got it. So in that regard, what do you think you're actually selling? Um, I believe that I'm selling like, well, I guess it, I'm selling a, an idea of a transformation that's going to happen within you of being able to go from possibly self-hate to self-love. Um, so selling the idea of, you know, of happiness at whichever size you are and, uh, those kind of things. Got it. And how many people or how many women that you are, you know, you're a good fit for, do you think get up in the morning thinking what I need in my life is more self-love? Um, probably not enough. <laughs> um, I think women always are their worst critic. Like we, you know, our inner critics are very loud and we are hard, the hardest on ourselves, but I don't think we see the value of necessarily, like you said, waking up in the morning and saying, yeah, it, what I need in my life is more self-love. Like that's, you know, our, you know, our, usually our, our go-to in the morning is probably, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to, you know, we don't, don't leave much time to take care of ourselves even never mind, um, focus on self-love. So I do see that, uh, that piece. Got it. Okay. So if you do see it, what do you think they get up in the morning wishing they had? Well, I think, I think confidence is a big piece of it because so much of what women do um, or what they want to be or become out of their lives has to do with a lack of confidence. I feel like so many people don't, um, you know, step out of comfort zones or do things that they actually want to do um, really be with the lack of confidence that they have within themselves of feeling valuable and worthy and important. Uh, so yes, I, I would agree with you. Um, is that what's keeping them in the pain that they're in? Um, yeah, I think they hold themselves back. Um, and I think that's a big part of how they, um, you know, the self-hate almost comes from the lack of confidence because they feel so worthless about themselves, uh, you know, unhappy with their bodies and happy with the way that they look um, most of the time, right? Agreed. So what I would prompt you here is to consider, is that your viewpoint as the expert and somebody who has gone through the transformation and can see the other side, or is that the viewpoint from somebody who hasn't yet had the transformation that you've had? That's true. Yeah, it's it it is probably something that they don't really see because it's not something I saw. Um, you know, when I looking back before my journey, it definitely was focused on, you know, I just had to lose the weight. I just had to, you know, and then, you know, and that's all you're focused on. Like it's it's always about changing your body. Um, and that's the only way to become a confident person. That's the only way to become a happy person is by doing those things. And so most people probably wake up and that's what they see is that I need to, um, I need to eat more vegetables. I need to, you know, starve myself, whatever it is. Right. 
And if you were to piggyback off of where they were at in those states Mm -hmm. and got them in the door by relating to where you were, whatever amount of years ago before you went through your transformation, but then gave them the real antidote of self-love, would that be okay for you? Um, I think so. Like I, I really like a big part of my journey has been kind of like the stepping away from the diet industry. And, and I really don't want to promote that. Like that's not, (coughs) sorry, that's not at my core of who I want to help. Although I need to get them past that. I see that of, you know, getting them into the door thinking that this is going to help them, but really it's so much deeper than that. Right. Correct. So really what I'm getting at is like, okay, if you don't want to lead with diet, I think that that's totally fine. That's totally valid. But if you're leading with the post transformation, yeah, it is going to be disconnected from where their actual experience is. Right. And you see that in in your answer about yourself, like where I'm at now and how I'm thinking is like a night and day difference of where I was when I started this journey. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. So you're trying to sell people to like be where you're at. Yeah, right. While ignoring the you that was you before you went through your transformation. So especially in the industry that you're in, there has to be this level of, you know, give people what they want, like tell people what they want and then give them what they need. Right. No, that's true. I like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. What, what comes up for you then when I share that? Well, I think it's probably connecting to the whole, um, more of the side of like taking care of your body physically and nourishing your body, which connects back to a lot of, um, my yoga practice and mindful eating, which are, are amazing practices to, you know, promote those things, but in a way that's, that's more, you know, shying away from diet culture, but in a way that's like, yes, we're going to get healthier together. We're going to, um, you know, take these steps towards, loving ourselves by, you know, moving our body with yoga and nourishing our body with good food, with mindful eating. Like, um, I think those are two good aspects of my business that probably can get people in the door thinking that, okay, I do want to become healthier. I want to take those steps towards, uh, bettering myself physically and, you know, with my eating. Absolutely. And then to what degree then do you go about sharing that versus, what you talked about before on the self-love piece. Yeah, I can see, I can see how you're, you're uh, definitely like, I see the value in leading with that and then having, you know, components of um, components of what I offer people to yes, self-love is a part of that, but the focus is more on the, the physical and the, you know, the diet, the, you know, making peace with food and healing your relationship with food. And then, you know, having self-love be an aspect of that, but not the focus. Exactly. So it's like what I hear when you speak, it's like what you really sell is like healthy curves through the vehicle of self-love. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm healthy in my body and I gotten there through self-love and these other practices. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But you're going to have that disconnect when you're trying to sell people on the vehicle because nobody wants the vehicle. They want the result of the vehicle. 
Yes. Right. Yeah. It's kind of why I ask you, like, okay, yeah. when people get up in the morning, do they really want self-love? No, even though that is what will get them there. What they really want is the the result of it. So they don't want to hate their body when they look at themselves in the mirror. They don't want to hide behind pictures, you know, when they're out and about. They want to be able to use their body and not have to say no to activities and making memories with their kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that's actually what it is that you're selling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the more right. that you talk about that, the more you're actually going to connect with where people are at and the, the relief that they're looking for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. So how does all yeah. that land for you? Yeah, that sounds that's amazing. Yeah. And I knew those were important aspects of what I offered, but I think um, I think you're right in the fact that you know, so much focus is placed on self-love where that's really such a, it's such a big, it's such a big open term that can be like, yes, that's the way we want to feel, but how are we going to get there? So I, I do totally see how the vehicle has to be more of the intuitive eating and the, um, and the, you know, mindful movement and the, and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, I really think like you already infused the love pieces and the intuitive eating pieces yeah. In just how you show up. Right. Yeah. But if there's a difference between that and like the messaging, because if you're talking, okay, we're going to do intuitive eating and we're going to do yoga and we're going to like then people in their minds are thinking, okay, well, yoga class costs like, you know, 20 bucks a session. And then I don't really care about intuitive eating. Like I just yeah. want to like essentially like do all these things that I can't do now. Right. right. Like even when I ran my studio, it was like, if I could get people the results they want without ever doing squats, like they would do it. Like nobody really cares yeah. about doing squats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I care about doing squats properly and safely. So I can, that can be the vehicle to what you want. But if I led with squats, like that would be a no bueno situation. Right. 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 But I think if you're infusing those pieces in what you communicate, like instead yeah. of saying we're going to do intuitive eating and we're going to love ourselves because that's how we get there. Yeah. Versus saying something like, you know, imagine going to the next, uh, you know, family party where you're not self-conscious, you're getting down, playing with the kids, you take whatever you want and you don't care that your aunt, you know, comments on her, should you really be eating that? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. And I take the pictures and I'm smiling. Like that kind of encompasses everything that you're going to be doing, but that's really what the, the image that they want. So does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it totally does. And, and how do you see that playing out in the way that you communicate with individuals? Um, I think it, it's, it's much more um, outcome-based on really helping people to see um, or, you know, to like take the focus off of this big, you know, big outcome that you're going to have at the end of it, but allows people to step into the feeling it's going to be, but getting there in, you know, having the focus be more of, you know, like, like you have said, like the, the moving our bodies and all those things, but it's still getting there, but just in a different way. So it's really the same outcome. It's just, um, a different way to focus it, which I really see, uh, people being more easily encouraged by do doing something like that. Uh, cause everyone wants to feel that way. Like that's definitely a feeling that most people maybe don't have, but they want. Right. So I definitely see it being more relatable. Yeah. And that's exactly it, right? Like you, you got to matter to the people that need you most in the way that they can relate to it the most. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So it's like you were just speaking to the transformation after they've gone through it instead of relating to the relief that they want on where they're at right now in a way that's relatable to where they're at right now. Yeah. Because really your early conversations are about getting them in the door so that you can open up the conversation about making the commitment to jump to that future version of themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So in terms yeah. of like the sales bit, like that's really what you're doing is, is you're presenting where they're at with where they want to go, what the gap is and how you are the path to actually get them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. So how does that translate for you in terms of uh, what you're doing? Yeah, I think, I think um, it changes, I think a little bit of my focus, but not really like it just kind of brings to the forefront the things that are going to get them in the door, which is really what I want. Right. Um, so just by bringing, you know, I have all these tools, let's say within this self-love toolbox of what I'm trying to help people, uh, where I'm trying to help them go. And I feel like it's just picking the things out that are going to attract them the most to, uh, what I'm already helping them with, but just really in a way that, um, just makes them more inspired to take that leap right correct yeah it's like who you fundamentally are what you fundamentally do doesn't need changing like you do a great job at that it's just communicating it in a way that that matters to the people that that need yeah yeah absolutely yeah I totally see that beautiful so in that case I know this was kind of like a a quick path to like get here but does this feel complete for you or is, is there still something left outstanding no, I think it really makes sense. Like, and I, I think probably looking back at, um, like, like we've talked about looking back at who I used to be, it definitely, that's what would have gotten me in the door. If someone would have promised me, you know, we're going to do some yoga and we're going to work on our, our eating habits, but we're also going to work on, you know, though these inner bits first, like I would have signed up without like the self-love pieces. Cause at that point I didn't find value in that. Um, so I know my old me, would have definitely done something like that because it was all about trying to connect physically and um, to my eating habits and to my movement. Right. So I definitely, it's funny, the things that were most important to me is really what used to be most important to me is what really where I have to focus on, which I don't think I connected to before. So, so thank you. (laughs) You're very welcome. And I'm glad to, to be able to help you because it is such an important mission. It is such an important message to to spread you know wider so you know the fact that you're the vehicle for the fact that i can help you uh definitely pleasures all mine so i'd love for you to just kind of sum it up uh in your own words and in your own experience like what your biggest takeaways were from today yeah i think it's just really i think the biggest takeaway from all of the, from our conversation today is just that um i really needed to strip back the layers of uh, who I am now to who I used to be and really resonate with that person instead of who I am now, because if I'm resonating with who I am now, that's just attracting, you know, people who, yes, they want that, but they don't know how to get there. Um, so I love how simple it really is when you, you know, take away all the layers of just connecting back to that person, um, who felt, you know, desperate and felt like they, you know, they hated who they saw in the mirror, but what were the things that that person was willing to invest in to better themselves? It was the, you know, the movement and the, the healthy eating habits, but, um, 
so I, I love how just connecting back to who I used to be is really just so simply how I'm going to attract the people that I need to help. Um, so yeah, so it's beautiful. So thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yeah. And that was beautifully put. And that's exactly, you know, at the heart of everything that um, we've spoken about and I'm glad that it resonates. Yeah. So I'd love for us to then just close it off. Um, just tell everybody exactly, you know, who's the best person to find you? Where can they find you at? Uh, floor is yours to uh, say all that good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you can find me on uh, most social media places. I'm on Facebook and Instagram under Martina Health and Wellness. Um, that is also where you will find me on my website, uh, which is martinahealthandwellness.com. And so just any women who are feeling the kind of pull to take those brave leaps towards um, finding that mindful movement and those eating habits that are going to help you to feel your best. Um, and so with that, I also have my free communities. Uh, my one on Facebook is imperfectlyperfectyou.ca. And that is where you can find my community where there's lots of challenges and giveaways and just support and empowerment as you're starting that journey. And uh, yeah, so I have lots of different courses and offerings to help you get started with all this from anywhere from journaling to yoga, to meditation, um, to working with crystals and my big program, the self-love revolution with Martina, which is helping you to do all the things that we've kind of talked about today. So I would love to connect with anyone who feels the pull to uh, take that journey with me. Beautiful. Well, we'll include all of that in the show notes. And uh, Martina, thank you very much for coming on here. Uh, and then for everybody else that's listening, we'll uh, see you on the next one. Thanks very much.